Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Resting Bitch Face. I have my podcast bestie back, Justine. Hello, Hi, hello. Just- <laughs> you know, I was just thinking I was as I was making my iced coffee, I was like, I feel like you're one of my best friends now. And it's I'm so into it. <laughs> I know, me too. We talk like every day and I know. I talk to you videos back and forth. My in life friends. Same. Same. I think I talk to you more than I talk to probably anybody, but yeah, it's so fun because it's like we have a lot in common and we think the same things are interesting. So it's really fun to be able to send you TikToks and like stuff like that. And then um, earlier today, I was at the gym and so there was this really hot guy at the gym <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, you have to see this hot guy. And Justine's like, I love hot gym guys. Send me a picture. So I try to be all sneaky and take a picture of him. While he's on that, what's that one machine that he was on? Was it like an ab machine? Uh, I didn't even. Yeah, it's like where you like lean down and then you use your muscles to put you back. Like yeah, yeah. You're bent over. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but see, he's on that machine, and I go to take a picture of him, and I end up catching him right as he's coming up, and he, in the picture he's looking at me. I was like, oh my god, I think he caught me. Because right after that, like he did a couple more exercises and then he came around to where I was. I see him out of the corner of my eye. So I like hurry up and switch out of like the text and the camera app and I go to Spotify and I just start like scrolling through Spotify. So it looks like I'm trying to find a song. But he came around behind me and then over to the barbell rack. And I could tell that he was kind of trying to see what I was doing. He was being a little nosy. How rude. And <laughs> how dare like, he? Oh my God. I was like, what if the flash went off or something? And I was totally busted. So then he came around. He was around me a, a bit more after that. I swear he checked me out at some point. Or he's like, who's this fucking weirdo that's taking pictures of me working out? What is she doing? I. It was an awful feeling the whole rest of my workout. I was just like kind of sick to my stomach over it. That's the last thing you want to get caught doing is taking a picture of someone while they're working out. I know. I can't say I've never done that before. The old gym I used to go to years ago was like this gym. There was like something in the air there because I swear to God, every single guy was like sexy as hell. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget like one time I was there and this guy like – Wish I had the courage back then to like just talk to random people like I do now, but he was just like muscles and tattoos, like my type. And then I just remember like he was squatting like really heavy, and I remember he was making like sex noises when he was doing it. Oh, he was like, God. and I was just like, staring did that turn at you him. on, or was it weird for you? Because I think it's weird when they're like grunting and making weird noises. No, if they're hot enough. Then it's, it's hot okay. when they're hot. Okay. Yeah. I see. I see. Um, 
I think it's weird when they're grunting or they're like screaming, basically. I'm like, calm down. It's, <laughs> it's not that serious. You know, okay, good for you. I'm squatting 500. Like, shut up. <laughs> It's Show like off. when you have your headphones in and you like don't realize how loud you're being probably. <laughs> exactly. I, yeah, there's a lot of hot guys at my gym. So, you know, sometimes you just have to share with your friend like the fine specimen that's in front of you. But then when I re-looked at that picture, because you were like, his face isn't great. Then I re-looked at that picture and I was like, his face isn't great. And he came around me at one point and he had taken off his backwards douche hat. And um, I just was like, mm, put the hat back on. Like Hat fishing. You know. Yes, hat fishing. You know, what's funny is when I was bigger, I used to say that I was fat fishing because like <laughs> I get just like Jesus. just the right angle or just the right lighting where and I, I d wouldn't use um filters or anything but I just get like just the right attractive angle mm -hmm. and um god it's fucking hard online dating when you're fat because you don't want to use an unflattering nobody wants to use an unflattering photo in their profile. So you want to put the most flattering photo of you, but then you show up in real life and it's kind of awkward. Yeah. Like when Asin meets <sighs> the first time. Oh, <gasps> yes. So you're, you didn't watch that when it was on, did you? No, I've only seen like, uh, as, did you watch like our journey so I, far or something? No. Cause I don't have like discovery plus, but, um, okay. But I've seen, right. but honestly I sat there on YouTube one day and watched every single YouTube clip of them. And then I listened to Amanda and Jody's podcast about it, but it's funny that you were calling it fat fishing though, because back like when, <laughs> um, like my space days and stuff, when I was a teenager, I remember my friends would call it SIF secret internet fatty. Oh God. Like That's you're a me. Sith. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard because like I said, like you want to put your best foot forward. So you're not gonna just like do a bad angle and show your double chin and like, you know, you want to put your best foot forward, but at the same time, it's it is deceiving. I can definitely say that. I had a really awful date with a guy who sent me this nasty text message afterwards and was like <gasps> Oh my God, this is so, I haven't really told anybody this, but he, first of all, like he wasn't great in person either. He, um, smelled really, really strong of cigarettes, which I hate the smell of cigarettes. Mm -hmm. Um, he smelled like a washing ashtray and he, a walking ashtray and he kind of like looked dirty. Like he just, you know, he wasn't that great in person either. Um, but so we went to the movies and stuff and after the date, uh, he kind of like rushed out and then he sent me this text message later that was like, you shouldn't use old photos. Like, um, you know, let's be honest, like neither one, like basically just like, you don't look anything like your pictures. You shouldn't do that. Like he was a total asshole. But the thing was, I wasn't using old photos like, and I was just using like good lighting and angles, but it was still me and it wasn't filtered or anything, but he was so nasty and rude. I could have said so much other shit to him, but I just like blocked him and never said another word to him, blocked him on everything. Um, but you know, people are not kind to fat people and it sucks because you kind of feel like you can't be honest because you don't know 
I don't know. I definitely feel for the people on Catfish. Do you watch Catfish still or is it just... I ha- The last episode I watched was the one that um, you told me about. Okay. Um, yeah. But besides that... I um I haven't watched any of the newer episodes, but I used to like be obsessed with it, and I was obsessed with the movie too when it came out. So yeah, the the movie. I remember seeing. I think I saw the movie in the theater, and it was like it was only released to a few movie uh, theaters because it was like um it was like a an independent film. Yeah. So, but I remember that they tried to make it creepy. That was the kind of they kind of catfished us. They, they did. tried to make the, it all I remember creepy. the trailer made it seem to be like so much more intense than the movie I actually know. turned out to be. It's funny though because girls and guys, I feel like they have the opposite problem. Like girls tend to look better in pictures than they do in person because they're so good yeah. at like the right makeup and the right lighting and the right angle. And usually with guys, it's the opposite. Like yeah. usually you'll be on like the guy that you're fucking's like Facebook page and showing your friends. You're like, I swear to God, he's better looking. He's in better looking in person. <laughs> That's how my boyfriend is. He's like not photogenic. He is so hard to get him to smile. He's like insecure about his looks. And like in person, he's just so fucking cute. I'm like, and I was pleasantly surprised when I met him because we met on Tinder. So when I met him, I was like, oh, you're better in person. That's really true. It's just a man thing, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the um, th- I, I just read this book called Blackout, and it's a girl's, like, um, memoir of her, like, being an alcoholic in her 20s and her 30s. And she, like, tells all these oh, wow. insane stories. It's, like, it's so funny. It's so sad. It's, like, everything. I would highly recommend it. But, oh, I um, want to read that. Yeah, it, it's really, really good. There's um, there's one story that she tells and her friends suggest to her online dating and she posted and she was like gaining all this weight from drinking all the time. And so the picture that she posted was a really old picture of her. It was like professionally taken and everything like that. And she posted it when she was drunk. And then the next morning she woke up and she had all these people like wanting to meet her or whatever. And then yeah. she said she just felt like so guilty. She had to like take it down because she's like... I don't want to meet them and then them see that I'm 20 pounds heavier Mm -hmm. than I am in that picture, you know? It's hard. It's, I mean, online dating in general is hard, but being overweight and dating is just so hard. Like every time I watch my 600 pound life, I'm like, I can relate to this person. I can relate to how they feel hopeless or, you know, I'm actually glad that I was morbidly obese because I have a better understanding. Like, I have more empathy for people now. And I know that, like, I never want to go back. Like, I have a friend that I talked to about the surgery. And she said, well, I haven't even, she hasn't gone to her consultation because she's like, I'm afraid that I'll backslide or gain the weight back. And it's hard to explain to someone, like, once you have this new life, you do not want it to slip away from you. Like I spent so many years just feeling hopeless and miserable and tired and not having energy and feeling uncomfortable in my body. That's like when I get on the scale and it's up a pound, I'm like, oh, hell no, we ain't doing this. This is not happening. So just, I don't know, be kind to your fat friends because the, the world is not kind to overweight people. It's very hard. Um, I did meet this one guy. I was on uh, Plenty of Fish. Um, and he was, he kind of was one of those people that looks small, like looks thin on their upper half. Mm -hmm. 
and I went to meet him at a park and he came up over the hill and I was like, oh no. It was like that oh no song on TikTok, <laughs> like playing in my head basically. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> or that as in when as in first saw Nicole. Oh no. So he was a really great person and we were friends for years afterwards, but he definitely was probably about 400 pounds. I was not prepared for that. Whoa. So, you know, just be, if you're online dating, just be honest. Like somebody, there's a lid for every pot. There's somebody that's into everything and um, you'll find somebody and you want to find somebody that's like interested in you for who you're going to be when you show up. Cause that's the worst feeling ever is the feeling of, this person is disappointed when you show up and you're not that person. Did you ever do any online dating or did you just date people in person? Um, I've like met people. This was like before Tinder, anything was a thing. I've definitely like met people online, but not really mm -hmm. like that. I, um, I had Tinder for a couple months, but I never like met anyone off of it. Did I you get like, you must've got a shit ton of, swipes or whatever likes or super likes um because you're so cute thank you um a <laughs> few but um but I I was mainly just on it for like to pass the time like oh he's yeah. cute oh he's not like it's mm -hmm. fun to like judge people and it's <laughs> it never is. ending like you can swipe for hours and not run out of guys like my my friend Lenise and I when we were single used to get drunk and just sit there and swipe and talk shit and like it just it's a good time it it's is fun. it is I see I see TikToks all the time of girls like let's drive to a rich neighborhood and go on tinder <laughs> oh like, wow that's, that's really idea. smart yeah. I've been seeing TikToks lately where girls are like, go to the, um, you know, that you should, you should work at a golf club, obviously. And then this other girl is like, oh, you want to meet a rich guy, go to like where they're like a dock where people are boating. Everyone there has a boat. Like, that's how you want to have a hot girl summer. You want to hang out on a boat for sure. Yeah. I remember, smart. I remember my old friend, uh, Ravi said his real name. Don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he told me that one time he was at a bar in Toronto and he was in a booth with his buddies and he was on Tinder and he like, could like uh, matched, I guess they call it with a girl and uh -huh. the girl he matched with was in the booth right behind him. What? So he That's said that crazy. was like super awkward because it was like they were just like forced to meet right then and there and it was just like too awkward because neither of them were like prepared <laughs> for it. They were just happened to be on their phones. That's funny. That's kind of like a meet cute. Like, I don't know. I think I would embrace that, but I'm like a an obnoxiously outgoing person. So I make friends everywhere I go. Like Ryan just rolls his eyes at me. Like I swear Vanessa and Ryan, like if I didn't have her myself and know who her father was, I would swear to God it was Ryan because they are so alike. They're both just like shy and quiet. And like I'm the obnoxious one who makes friends at the $5 bin at Walmart looking at DVDs, like <laughs> exchanges phone numbers with the girl there and like. I will make friends anywhere. I will have fun doing anything. So it's like, I'm the obnoxious one. I would have turned around and been like, hey, <laughs> how you doing? I would have been like, so are you going to buy me and my friends a shot or mm -hmm. what's going on with that? I would have like hustled some free drinks out of that shit. Right. 
Yeah, I once met this guy who lived in the condos across from me. So hot. So this guy's just so hot. And he's nice and he's funny and all this stuff, but um, it just didn't work out. But we went out a couple times and I was like, well, that's convenient because if I want to fuck, like, you're right there. We never had sex. But I was like, well, this would be nice to have a buddy, like, right across the street. Like, you could walk here. It would be nice. Yeah. I had a, I had a fuck buddy that lived in the apartment next to me once. That was great. Ooh. That was wonderful. I actually, like, kicked him out in the hallway a few times naked. Like, all right, bye. <laughs> That's how I used to be. Like, everyone, when I got married, everyone was shocked. Because I was, like, the girl that just had buddies and, like... Didn't need a relationship, but yeah. Convenience. Have you ever had a convenient buddy? Um, I mean, yeah. Yes and no. Nothing like, no one that I can like think of off the top of my head, but I've definitely had a lot of like, uh, sex. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm like, um, I'm unfortunately a serial monogamist. I like and not by choice it just like happens and um so I was always bad for like going back to ex-boyfriends and going back Mm -hmm. and like calling guys when you like the comfortable situation you want to be comfortable calling guys at like three o'clock in the morning when I'm drunk that you know oh my god can I come over yeah like (laughs) that was more of my that was you yeah unfortunately yeah well, I mean, you've hopefully you've had enough experiences that you feel like you can settle down and that you didn't miss out on anything. Too many experiences. <laughs> <laughs> like too many. Yeah, like my my boyfriend had a pretty wild life before me, fiance, excuse me. And um I was wild in my early 20s. So Luckily, it's nice when you do that because you feel like you can just get it out of your it's out of your system. You've done pretty much everything you want to do. And now if you have like monogamous missionary sex for the rest of your life, you'll probably be okay. Like, yeah, missionary's all right. Right? Enjoy that. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Um, it's funny because that book I was reading like all these stories and I was like, dude, I got like way more stories than this bitch. Like I should write my You should write a book. book. Yeah. I thought about writing a book about my divorce. I know what people would love it and it's like super juicy, but I don't know. I'd have to I hear that it's really, really hard and stressful to write a book. Yeah, I would totally I read a book of your experiences. I love Chelsea Handler's book, the Horizontal Life book. Yeah, love that. I would. I'd read it. I actually. I'd buy it on Amazon. Copy of her. um, I have a signed copy of her uh, latest book. Life will be the death of me. Behind me. Is it good? Yeah, I haven't even read it. I haven't even read it. Just um, a friend met her and got it signed for me. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm annoying. I don't like real books because, like, I'm old and I like to make the font bigger. But, you know. <laughs> I have a book. Do you know who Nick Ritchie is? Yeah, The Dirty. Yeah. So he wrote a, wrote a book forever ago, and I got a signed copy of that one. And I still I have it somewhere. What is it? But like, what's it about? It's about, like, starting The Dirty and, like, how it all began and... Actually, his he and his wife just announced that they're getting divorced, and it's been like they've been to get married for like eleven years. I couldn't believe they made it that long. Do you remember how they met? 
No, I didn't even know he was married. Oh, he's married to... So, do you know who Lorenzo Lamas is? Mm-mm. He was on this show in, like, the late 80s, early 90s called Renegade, and he's, like, a motorcycle dude or something. That's really the only thing I remember him in. Um, but, so, Nick Ritchie met his wife, Shane Lamas, at a bar in Vegas and, like, proposed to her and married to her, married her that night. Like, the same, within a couple hours of meeting her. Whoa. Yeah. And they were married for, like, 11 years and had two kids together. They were on a series of um, marriage boot camp, like, years ago, which was actually a fantastic thing. But, yeah, they've been married for a long time. And so, during the marriage and everything, I think he sold the dirty. Because I, I recently looked at it, and you can just tell that it's not... He doesn't own it anymore. Mm-hmm. And so, now they're getting divorced, and he's gets got some kind of residency in Vegas or something. And all of that is going on. I used to love, like, all things Nick Ritchie. I've seen so many people I know on the dirty. It was just so much Same. fun. I bet you have, too, yeah? So many people I know. I honestly, like, at the peak of my like crazy strip club life days uh-huh. um every single morning i would wake up and smoke a cigarette and look at the dirty and make yeah. sure i was not on it I would, oh my gosh were you ever on it i was never on it thank god i nice. i looked at like the toronto page like all the cities around like just making sure and um yeah th- I surprisingly I never made it on I was like I, I was like I know a lot of people like talk shit about me or whatever but I don't think anyone like has that hatred enough to actually right. like write something about me on there so I left I but loved I, I knew reading it on yeah I did too like I loved reading it because but I always felt bad for the quote dirty celebrities like they all had nicknames, and I mean, really, when you look back on it, it was a nasty website with mean, mean, mean people. But God damn, it was fun to read. <laughs> I know, I know. It was such an interesting idea because there wasn't a like real life celebrity gossip website. It was all just like People Magazine or like TMZ. It was just real celebrities. It wasn't like regular people. So I used to love reading that shit every day. And I would see, I know they had a big presence in Canada and in Vegas. So there was just tons of stuff to sift through every day. So good. Yeah. So good. Um, I'm going to pause this real quick because I have to pee really bad. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. All right. I'll be right back. All right. And we are back. Okay, so did you ever watch Drake and Josh when you were younger? No. I actually still think it's funny. It holds up. You should watch it. It was on Nickelodeon. You've never seen it at all? I know, like, who they are. Like, I know the show. I've just never watched it. Okay, so uh, Drake Bell was on Drake and Josh, and he has been charged with the attempted endangering of children and disseminating matter harmful to juveniles from 2017 can you pick you know what this guy looks like right yeah yeah i know who he is. okay okay cool so um let's see tyler okay so a public so this happened in canada a eh? and <laughs> a public information officer with the actually is Cuyahoga in canada county Cuyahoga county we don't have counties, but... Uh, oh, you have provinces. Yeah. 
Well, a okay, province so this... a province is like equivalent to a state. Right. I need to learn about Canada. I'm going to come visit you so you can teach me. It'll be fun. I don't know what Cuyahoga is, though. I think this is so I think this is a public information officer in in California. Um, so Tyler Sinclair told CBS News that the alleged victim filed a police report in October 2017. She was 15 years old when she went to Drake Bell's concert in December 2017. First of all, I'm shocked that he was doing concerts in 2017. I guess he's still a singer of some sort. It's very strange. I don't know who's attending these concerts. Um, she had established a relationship with him, quote, several years prior. So she was 15 when she met him, but she had been talking to him for years, which is weird. So weird. Um, and how old is he? He's 34 now. So he would have been like 30 or 20. 31. Oh, oh. Ugh. And she was 15. So he probably started talking to her when she was like, 12 or something and he was almost 30 it's so disturbing that's fucked up so while at the concert it says that bell violated his duty of care and in doing so created a risk of harm to the victim the cleveland police oh that that must be where the county is also found that bell had sent the minor inappropriate social media messages for months leading up to the concert bell was 31 at the time of the alleged incident she was 15 they are so vague with this. I He has a hearing later this month. I can't wait to get the details on what exactly he did. I don't know what he would have done that violated his duty of care at the concert. But obviously, inappropriate social media messages, probably sexting, you know, dirty pictures, stuff like that. So I'm assuming <sighs> he had her backstage. That's what I'm thinking. And I'm like, where's your parent? At 15... I don't know. Did your parents like drop you off at concerts when you were 15? Um, I went to see Hillary Duff by myself when I was 13. My my mom my oh. mom would always say it depends on the concert. I remember right. I remember my friend and I when we were 13, we really wanted to go see Marilyn Manson. And my oh, mom yeah, no. and my mom was like, <laughs> "You're not going to a Marilyn Manson concert. Are you fucking kidding me?" No. By and yourself, then, yeah. And then I remember Hillary Duff was at the same venue like a month later and yeah, both of our parents different. talked and they were like you guys can go see Hillary Duff by yourselves. We'll drop you off, yeah. pick you up. Like I said, completely different thing. I'm gonna, I was going to say, it's not like your parents would drop you off at like the Up and Smoke tour. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yourself. Going to see a Disney star where it's going to be all little kids with their parents there is yeah. different than, uh, you know, so I'm assuming that this is the same thing. He's like a child star. That's true. So a 15 year old going to see someone like that, it's not. Yeah. That's true, but I assume she'd have, like, a friend with her or something. I wish there was more information. So he's he posted bail was, like, $2,500. He's out of jail, awaiting his trial. Um, he has ple- He's pled not guilty. So we'll see what happens with that. But what the hell? Like, child stars are so fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't... I don't know if it's just the type of person that wants to be a child as a star, like a star as a child, or if it's the fact that their childhood was taken from them. I can't figure out what it is, but there's just so many times that like child stars are just totally like messed up individuals. Look at Aaron Carter. 
That I could do a whole episode on. Do Aaron you want Carter. to? Because one of my listeners yes. DM'd me and she's like, "Can you do an Aaron Carter deep dive episode, please?" Yes. So if you want to do an Aaron Carter episode, I'm I was proud. actually considering doing something like that about the whole like kind of like the whole Carter family. Because remember the sister like overdosed and died. Yeah, remember their Nick reality Aaron, show? Yes, we should talk about that. That I, was an intense reality show. I know. I remember Aaron getting like drunk out of his face when he was like 16 on camera. Yeah. I wonder if I could and find they're, like, that anywhere. They're like physically probably. fighting each other. Yeah. I bet we could find it on YouTube or something like that. Yeah. Maybe we could buy it if we could find it online. Yeah. It's, I was actually thinking about, I was talking to Melinda about that months ago. Like we should do this whole thing on the Carter family because the sister overdosed, you know, Aaron is fucking off the rails. There was all those rumors about Nick Carter raping girls or something, like raping underage girls or raping girls in general. Um, um, there's a lot of darkness there. There's a Canadian band called Headley. Have you ever heard of them? Mm, no, I don't. They're they're huge here. I don't know if they're big anywhere else, um, but. They they were like this big band and everyone like loved them and you know whatever the the singer was on a Canadian Idol I don't know if he won a season or he just made it far but that's kind of how they got big but anyways all this stuff had come out about them maybe like five years ago now that um they were inviting like they got canceled because they were inviting like underage girls onto their tour bus and they're all married mm-hmm. with kids guys in their 30s like old old older older guys and their fans are like teenage girls and they were like inviting girls on their tour bus girl, like sleeping with all these underage wow. girls and yeah all this stuff came out about them and like I hate to say it, but it's not surprising. Like people worship, yeah. yeah. People worship all these like celebrities and stuff, and like I'm gu- I'm guilty of it too. Like I'm a fan girl mm-hmm. too, but it's like it's like they're not, a lot of them aren't good people. I'll just say that. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say a lot of these people like so. There's this band called. Have you heard of them? Um, <clears throat> Blood on the dance floor. No. So it's like some like emo weird band. I never listened to their music, but there's I think the lead singer of that band, his name is like his stage name is Davi Vanity. And so there's all of this shit that goes back like 10 years or so where he was always talking to underage girls and sleeping with them and just being a fucking predator. Like and I think a lot of the time guys in bands like music is all they have going for them and they might be fucking weirdos in real life and they probably were bullied a lot in high school and they didn't have a lot of friends and they're just weird and then they become like these stars and they have these girls worshiping them and then they it's so easy to take advantage they're just predators so unfortunately you know just like if you were to become a teacher in a middle school and have access to all these preteen girls depending on the type of music that you're performing, you probably kind of like plop yourself right in the middle of a bunch of teenage girls and have your pick. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up. There's like, there's so many stories. There's, there's a punk band called the casualties and 
their singer was like the exact same way like they got a new singer and everything because he i have heard of that band but i didn't know any controversy about it yeah he he had so much like me too stuff about him like it's insane yeah i'm actually surprised nobody has me too john mayer he just seems like a me too type of guy Mm. i still fucking know yeah but he's he's at the level though where he gets like other famous girls that are hot you know that's strange probably on that raya app i would love to do an episode on like celebrities on raya i want to know who's on there like who's hooked up (laughs) you can only be on there if you're like hot a celebrity or rich right you have to like get approved right Um, yeah I saw the thing about Ben Affleck where he's like, why yeah. you stop talking to me? It's me. It's so funny because so she said she thought he was catfishing her, but it's like you're literally on an app. This isn't Tinder. You're not on OkCupid okay here. You're on an app that is only for celebrities and people that have been like vetted and proven who they are. So I thought that was kind of weird that she said she thought, obviously, this is not Ben Affleck. Right. It didn't make sense. Um. I saw I saw that uh, Zach Efron did an interview where he said that he doesn't get a lot of Tinder matches because a lot of people don't believe that it's actually him and it is. Oh my god, can you imagine seeing him on fucking Tinder? I would think it was fake, obviously, but then imagine yes. you fucking matched with Zach fucking Efron. Like, hello. Oh. The things I would do. The things I would do. I know, he's so hot. I want to watch, I haven't watched that show of his on uh, Netflix, but I should. Just, even if it's not good, I can just look at him. Yeah, I haven't watched it either. Totally (sighs) forgot about that, actually. I know. God, he's just so gorgeous. I can't, he's had the best glow up out of, like, any child star ever, I believe. I'm going to go ahead and say that. Did I tell you that, like, I went to high school with AHA from Little Rascals? I don't know who that is, but... Uh, have you seen Little Rascals? Yeah. I, I so don't. he was the kid that all he said was like, uh-huh, and he stuck a pencil in his nose, and like, um, at the end of the movie, they think that all he says is uh-huh, but at the end he has this like long, intelligent monologue. Oh my gosh, girl. He was in, um, they remade The Shining. He was a little boy in that. He was in a lot of stuff back then. I'm going to show you a picture. Um, But I went to high school with him, Mm -hmm. had the biggest crush on him. Like, we had health class together, so we had, like, CPR class. Okay, so this was obviously after. I was so Because he was a kid in the movie. Right. Okay. So here's a side-by-side. Damn. (laughs) What a glow-up, huh? Yeah. So did you ever, like, do anything with him? No. uh, No, my... One of my best friends did. Really? I can't really say much. <laughs> what, you made her I did sign not. an NDA? No, <laughs> no, this was, I mean, we were teenagers, but um, I had a huge crush on him. I was like so into him for so long. And then I ended up actually moving from, because we went to performing arts school. So there was a lot of actors and singers and stuff there. So then I moved to Tennessee and didn't see him again until a few years later when I went to Vegas to visit. And my friend who is also named Julie and I spent 
like almost the entire time that we were there with Cortland and his best friend. We had so much fun. But yeah, he had a glow up too. Pretty hot. Now he is married and has a baby and she's adorable and his wife is beautiful and it's awesome. I got to get you on Patreon with a bunch of your uh, celebrity stories too. I know you have a ton of them. Oh, I have, I have tons. Um, Lately, I've been getting a lot of, like, hate comments on my MGK video. Oh, your MGK video. It's at, like, 50K likes right now. Whoa, that's crazy. Do you know how many views it's had? Mm, or views, views, views. Yeah, sorry, 50K views, Oh, that's views, freaking not likes. awesome. Um, yeah, people are, like, it's so funny, too, because people, like, worship these celebrities. And I've had a lot of comments being, like, I met him, too, and he's a dick. I had a girl DM me and say, um, she's been on his tour bus three times, and every single time he was an asshole to her. Um, yeah, she keeps going back, though, huh? Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But, um, and then, you know, and then you got people who will be a fan of his no matter what happens, and they'll defend yeah. him till the end. And there's people who will comment things like you were the one who was a groupie you deserve to be treated that way or like what did you expect yeah this was a long time ago he's changed since then and it's like okay well he's i don't know i think i think people should cancel him because when he was like 23 he said that he wanted to fuck kendall jenner when she was underage and like that video has like surfaced and um and then he tweeted something two years ago about um, something about why are why are why do underage girls have to be so hot or something disgusting? Like I don't know. He's just so. It sounds disgusting. like Chrissy Teigen type tweets. I know, dude. When she was people talking about hate her now, eh? Oh, she's done. Like her career is over. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's over. Like. She said something about toddler, like she was watching toddlers and tiaras and she wanted to put herself in jail or something like, and people, some people will say the same thing, like, oh, she's just trying to be funny or whatever. Well, that's not fucking funny. And like, her and John Legend, weren't their names on like the, the island? So that's, mm-hmm. so that's fucked up that she would tweet yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, she's a fucking mean girl and it's cool if she's canceled, like. I can't the things that she said about Courtney Stodden when she was just a child like Courtney Stodden got so fucked by her parents like her parents like allowed her to be preyed upon and literally handed their child over as a child bride Mm -hmm. to a pedophile like what the fuck her parents served her up on a silver platter and Everyone's sitting there looking at her going, oh, what a fucking slut. What a whore, this and that. She was like 15 years old when she married this guy who was like 50. How could people, even back then I looked at it and I'm like, why would people, how can you see life through these lenses where you're saying, oh, she's a dumb slut and you're not looking at this guy like, well, he's a fucking predator. I know. She did the show, um, The Mother-Daughter Experiment. Have you ever heard of that? No, I haven't. I know she did like a marriage boot camp or something, but I didn't know she did that. Yeah, it was her and her mom, um, Natalie Nunn from Bad Girls Club and her mom, Heidi from The Hills and her mom, um, Kyle Richards and her daughter. 
or Kim Richards, I don't know, one of them and their daughter. And then um, who else was on that show? I don't know. I know that Farah and Deb from Teen Mom were supposed to be on it, but then the producers of MTV wouldn't allow them to do it. But um, but yeah, uh, she was on that show and she her like there was like a whole thing they discussed about that it's that was that was super fucked up that was super fucked up it's really awful and nobody like everybody just wanted to look at her and blame her she was a literal child i know it's awful it's crazy i still get upset about that i know it's crazy how much like society has changed since I know those days I tell people that all the time I'm like we are moving forward every day like incredible like I mean that was what six or seven years ago all that stuff happened and now it's seen in a completely different lens thank god um but it you know we're moving forward we're always moving forward so I'm really grateful for that but I I just look back at it and I'm like I cannot believe that grown-ass adults treated this child this way and blamed her I know just awful she did an interview recently. I think she did it with uh, Heather McDonald on Juicy Scoop. And that was pretty interesting to listen to. She's definitely grown up. I feel bad for her. Actually, I think she uses they program programs <laughs> pronouns now. I can't remember. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm referring to Courtney Stodden of the past. So, um, <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. So, okay. So I got a couple more things. Oh, we had the Casey Anthony body cam footage where she name drops a sheriff of the department and says, like, basically this woman came up to her. They've been fighting. She's been sending her messages online and everything. They have a similar ex-boyfriend and he is a sheriff for the county department. First of all, what fucking sheriff douchebag is dating Casey Anthony for like two years they dated anybody that would date Casey Anthony is like I'm really worried about you but she name drops him like several times in this video and the crazy thing I know you don't know a lot about the case but the the thing that really pissed me off about this is someone comes up to her and throws a drink in her face and so she immediately calls 911. Okay, okay, just and, to interrupt. <clears throat> did, yeah. did they throw a drink in her face because she's Casey Anthony? Or did something happen at the bar for her to... So so the girl that threw the drink in her face is also an ex-girlfriend of the sheriff that she name-dropped. Oh, okay, okay. So it's two ex-girlfriends of the same guy that are just, like, bickering. Oh, God, right? okay. So the girl sees her at the bar, throws the drink in her face. Casey Anthony immediately calls 911. She wants the cops there ASAP so she can file an incident report. She's got the girl's name, phone number, address, and all the information immediately that she needs in order to file a police report. Now, the thing that infuriates me about this is the fact that Casey Anthony never called the police to tell them that her daughter was missing, quote, missing. Right. So some bitch throws a drink in your face and you are fucking down to file that police report, but your child is supposedly missing for over 30 days and your, quote, babysitter, your nanny, has kidnapped your child for over a month and you never fucking think to call someone 
and file a police report. Because it's bullshit. She's a murderer. She didn't want to fucking call the cops. She made up all of this shit, which we will get into another time because I've got to find a really great uh, documentary for you to get all the info. But I just thought that was like, like, what the fuck? Some chick throws a drink at you in the in the bar. Call the cops. Oh, my kid's been kidnapped for over a month. No need. No need to call the police. I'm just going to go do a hot body fucking contest and do, like, wet t-shirt shit on the bar. It's all good. Jesus Christ. I can't believe no one has taken this bitch out already. Like, I'm like, can someone please get rid of her? Preferably in the same way she got rid of her kid. Like, karma. Eye for an eye. I... Yeah, yeah, it's astounding to me. It's it's the same as like the Carla Homoka thing, right? Um oh, whatever God. whatever she yeah. goes by now, she changed her name and Didn't she get married? Some guy married her. Mm-hmm. And they have kids. Oh my god. I know. Who would do that? I know. I know. Apparently I'm in a weirdo. I'm in a Facebook group called uh I think it's called like Watching Carla or something and it's like <gasps> people who literally just like stalk her every move. And <laughs> Oh, and, I um, have to join that. Yeah, and uh cuz she was living in uh Montreal and then apparently she moved um to like Waterloo, which is like so close to me. Oh, which is like creepy. less than an hour from me. What would you do if you saw her? Would you say something to her? I don't even think I would recognize her because oh, yeah. her hair is different. I'm, sh- I'm sure she's probably gotten some work done. Like if I were her, at least I would change every ounce of what I looked like, uh, you know, when that happened. So awful. I'm assuming awful, she did. Awful. Wow. Yeah, I don't understand how no one, like, there's so many crazies out there. You would think that someone would get so passionately angry about about stories like this that they would take the law into their own hands. That's kind of something that you just kind of, like, cross your fingers for. Like, please let there be a crazy enough person. Like, where is Dexter when you need him? Like, there are people that we need to be <laughs> I know, taken care of. Where's the real life Dexter? <laughs> we we started rewatching Dexter, and I'm like, God damn, this man is likable. Like, I we need a real Dexter in real life. There's so many people that we don't need. So Michael C. You know. Hall is fucking incredible. He's they're incredible. rebooting it. Oh, yeah. Didn't they they're already? Didn't it. they do like a an extra season? I never finished that show. Oh, I it's not that I've seen released. I'm not sure. I know that they've been talking about it. I always think it's weird that he married the chick that played his wife or his girlfriend sister in the show. They're married. Like it kind of creeps IRL. me out. They were. They not for long, but yeah, he married the chick that played his sister. I think it's weird. Um, there's in Degrassi, the next generation, there's um a cup a a cup there were a couple in real life and they played brother and sister on the show for like Yeah, it's weird eight years or whatever that they were on the show. But then again, when I watch Cruel Intentions, I'm fucking into it. I know. Into it. <laughs> um, did you ever watch Six Feet Under? No, but I've heard it's really good. Yeah, that's like one of my favorite series of all time. Michael C. Hall is like the best I didn't in that show. Realize he was in that. Yeah, that was like his first uh, big role. Okay, he plays See, I am a gay have to man, watch that. and his and his boyfriend in the show is like so hot. Keith is he famous? The boyfriend in the show? He didn't do a lot of uh, stuff after that, but um, okay. 
But yeah, he's I'll just like this hot, it. like black cop. I'll have to take. I'll have to watch that then, because <clears throat> I need something new to watch. I just finished *Mayor of East Town*. Did you watch that on HBO Max? No, but um, it's very good. You should watch it. But Liz Bentley, uh, who does feathers in my hair, she talked about it this week because um, it's like based in Philly, right? Or am I thinking of the same show? I thought it was. No, I don't know. I can't really think of where it was based. Okay, maybe I'm I, thinking of a different show, but. I absolutely recommend it. I think you should watch that. And then I also recommend to everyone to watch Sharp Objects with Amy Adams on HBO Max. Have you seen that one? I've I've had a lot of people recommend <clears throat> it to me. Well, it's based on a book. So if you prefer to read, maybe you want to read it. Um, the ending is fucking phenomenal. Like, I don't like to rewatch things, but be- the ending was so good. Like, the last 30 seconds of the season was so fucking good. I would go back and read the book or start the whole series over. Is very, it, very is it just a limited series or is it more? Yeah, it's season? only they're not going to do any more seasons. Um, it's written by the same chick that did Gone Girl, which is wonderful. She's fantastic. Okay. You got to read it. It's very good. I'm going to read it. Maybe I'll read it. Six Feet Under has the best ending to a tv show of all time in my opinion oh really yeah see now i'm excited i need something like to watch. i if i ever just like want to cry i just youtube that that last ending scene and i just sit there Aww. and i cry that and like sopranos has a really good ending too i think but i haven't i haven't watched sopranos either oh girl i should watch that i know my my go-to cry movie is p.s i love you i I've always cry oh <gasps> Come on. (laughs) When you need to cry, watch it. There's like one scene in that movie that like destroys me every time. Like it is so fucking good. You have to watch it. Can't believe you've never seen that. It's like it's required viewing for every woman. I don't really like the the crying movies. I don't know. I have to be in like a certain type of mood. You have to be in the mood. Yep. Like I just started watching. Where you just want to cry and then take a nap. Yeah. Yeah. I just started watching um, The Upside with... That's a great movie. Okay, am I going to cry? Probably. Uh, okay, I knew it. As soon as I started <laughs> it, I'm like, point. I'm going to cry at this fucking movie. I feel like it's more so a good, a feel-good movie. Um, we, we saw that in the theater. I haven't seen it since, but I did like that. I just fucking hate Kevin Hart. We've talked about this. I know you I don't you think do. he's a good person, but I really enjoyed that movie. I think, I think you'll like it. You have to finish it. How far in are you? Um, just like 20 minutes into it. Oh, okay. Brian Cranston is fantastic. He is. Him. He did a limited series recently that I watched called Your Honor. That was great. Oh, you watched it? Yes. 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 So good. That was a great show. Yeah, that first episode was... God, it was so good. It was so uncomfortable to watch. Like, you almost feel like you're... you're skin is crawling and oh my god the scene so where good. the kid is like half dead on the sidewalk oh it's i never get the heebie-jeebies i never ever ever get the heebie-jeebies from gore i love gore i am super into fx makeup i love it yeah but, but there was something about that that just like that got to me that yeah. really like I, made me feel ooh. It was, it wasn't even that it was gory. It was like the longest five minutes ever because it was just, 
the amount of time felt excruciating. And then in your head, you're going, do this, do this. No, don't do that. Don't, this is a bad idea. Don't do that. Like it's uncomfortable to watch. God, it's good. That is a fantastic show. Everyone should watch that too. HBO really knows how to do TV shows. Yeah, like, and Showtime. Pretty fantastic. Both of them are good. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, do you watch Barry? Barry, that that's on Showtime, right? Is that um, Bill Hader? He's like a hitman, and then yes, and then he's like goes to LA and becomes an actor. <laughs> like, it's so great. I love that show. Yeah, no. You need to um, watch that if you haven't. And I want you to watch Euphoria, but I know you won't. Oh, it's going to make me so uncomfortable. They're all adults, though. Like I know, but oh, God, I hate thinking about the future of my teenager. It's such a fucking good show. It's so... Yeah. Um, th- did you ever watch Grey's Anatomy? No, but I, like, see, I'm not into that. Neither like, am I, I neither am I. I was just going to say, um, I've never watched it either, but the guy that plays Mick Steamy is yeah. uh, is in the show, and he's got, like, a okay. really fucked up role. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I no, I never watched Grey's Anatomy either. I, I, I just, tried, I just man. know that. I like, tried to watch it. Yeah, like, so many people, and it's insane to me how long it's been going on for, <sighs> Because it I went remember, away and then they brought it back like 10 years later. It's crazy. Yeah, I remember being in high school and my gym teacher in high school was like weirdly obsessed with it. And she would mm-hmm. favor the girls who like liked it. So she would come to class and she'd be like, who watched Grey's Anatomy last night? And they would all That's talk weird. about it. And then like the few people in the class, like me and other girls who didn't watch it, we'd be like so what we're fucking like chopped liver because we don't like this stupid show i don't i don't really like uh dramas like that well i have a better um pe teacher story than you because my pe teacher murdered her husband and framed (gasps) her daughter what yes how come you've never told me this before i don't know i just didn't think well it's been so long i didn't think about it that should be a Patreon episode, but just, okay. So basically what happened is that, so the PE teacher was like your standard PE teacher who's a lesbian, but pretends like she's not a lesbian. Miss Man you know? from Scary Movie. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, and plus on top of it, it was a Christian school, private Christian school, of course. And so I went to school. This teacher was the principal for years and I had been at that school since kindergarten and this was probably seventh grade when this happened and had gone to school with her daughter like you know with with a private school like that you basically grow up with the kids there you all start in kindergarten and you like graduate from there right and so I'd known her forever well one day we find out that she murdered her husband and the way that she did it is I guess he came home early one day and found her on the couch with her lesbian lover and she stabbed him a shit ton of times and killed him. Then she gave her 11 year old daughter the knife and tried to like frame that her daughter did it in self-defense of her mother. Like he came home and was like violent and threatening to her and that the daughter like stabbed him to protect her mother 
Oh my God. And then it was like the daughter had to go on trial and like testify and everything and tell the truth that no, like I didn't do that. My mother did it. That's so awful. Isn't that fucking insane? This is why I have like issues with religion. Okay. It's always like the religious teacher, the the pastor, the priest, the whatever. It's always these people that like want to pretend like they're perfect that are so fucked up that do the worst things like i'm so i'm bitter about religion but yeah isn't that crazy well who would do that to try to put it on your child like your 11 year old child like she murdered her father a fucking Insane. awful person i know and there's unfortunately that. oh yeah it's like devastating and unfortunate and try to get her to lie to the cops and everything and like say that it was her makes me realize my childhood wasn't all that bad yeah, a little bit better now. When you hear shit like that, like, <laughs> oh, I guess my parents weren't actually as crazy as I thought they were. I know. Yeah, I think about that too when Vanessa's whining about her life. I'm like, girl, please. I mean, at least I didn't murder your father and frame you for it. I should go tell her that right now. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Maybe she'll feel a little better. Yeah, so that's that story. And I recently tried to look it up. And um, there's just not a lot of stories about it because it happened in like the 90s. It just wasn't online a lot. And there wasn't, I think she's serving like a life sentence or something, which she should. But Jesus. crazy. I know. I know. God, we got some stories. We should write a book. We'll write it together. It'll just be really fucking weird. Have a lot of different <laughs> weird chapters in it. <laughs> The time my PE teacher murdered her husband in a lesbian love affair. <laughs> and then you can write about MGK in the next chapter. It'll be great. Oh, God. Fuck yeah. MGK. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I've got. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, I just wanted to say that uh, Kanye West has a new girlfriend already. Do you know what? about this? Irina. No. I don't know how to say her last name. She dated Bradley Cooper. She's a supermodel oh, and she's gorgeous and she's she 35. I'm actually thought that Kim would be the first one to move on in a relationship. So I'm actually surprised. I'm going to look her up real quick. Kanye, Kanye is West. like a serial monogamist. So is Kim though. Yeah. I mean, so Kim's Kim, been though. married three times. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. Yeah. She's very pretty, obviously, as a supermodel. I love Kanye West, but he definitely, like, he needs some therapy and medication because he's just a little manic. But I do love him. I think he is an absolute musical genius. I agree. And incredibly talented. And even even when he got on stage and, like, fucked Taylor Swift over during her acceptance speech, I still kind of understood where he was coming from. Like... I'm not a Swifty. No, I I know. I think she's okay. I think she's way over, like, I think people go, she's not a great singer. She's an okay songwriter. She's got catchy stuff. Like, that's basically it. Yeah. But, like, I don't, I, any time that he's thrown a fit about someone else winning when it should have been him, I actually can understand where he's coming from and think that, Everyone could have a moment like that. His just happened to be recorded. Like, 
How many times have you gotten fucked out of something that you deserved and you threw a fit about it? Yeah. I do it all the time. I'm like, I am way better than the person that got that. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, and nobody recorded it and released it to the world. So I never, didn't look like an asshole. Yeah, I know. I, um, I love Kanye and, uh, you know, I really loved him and Kim together. So I'm sad about the divorce. But at the same time, you know, I could see her dating some, uh, you know, like a super rich guy that's not famous, you know, like some like billionaire computer type guy. I could see her. I don't think she'll do that. I though. could see her dating someone like that or like some lawyer. I don't think she will. I think she loves, I mean, putting every ounce of herself out there. Yeah, no, she does. She does. Um, I mean, I, I was. She wants like a quiet. I was life. just gonna say she wants someone who's willing to do the show with her because Kanye wasn't mm-hmm. over willing to do the show with her. But the show's not the the last episode is um tomorrow. So oh wow, it's amazing that they've gone as long as they have. Like kudos to them. I haven't watched in years. A lot of people probably haven't, but to keep something going for so long is incredible. It's actually it's really amazing. I know. So good for them. Hope everybody's happy. I don't know. Who who would you put her with, like celebrity wise, if you had to choose someone for her? I don't know. Of, like, I, I liked her a lot with Reggie Bush, so I would say another football player. Didn't he cheat on her though? I mean mm, probably. I like I don't don't, don't all football che- players yeah, cheat don't on Don't all athletes play or cheat, yeah. God, I'm telling you, sometimes you can just really hate men when you think about it. Oh, I know. Ryan tells me he'd never cheat. He's like, I would never. I was cheated on in high school. It broke my heart, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, in the right situation, and like the right time, the right person, the right situation, anybody could cheat. Like, I, I just don't believe that nobody, that people would never cheat. I had a guy once at work and I, this, I think this like really fucked me up this was like years ago, I was probably like 20. And he, um, he, he was like my age, and he just had a kid like really, really young. And he was telling me that he cheated on his baby mom all the all the time when she was pregnant. And then he proceeds to say that every single one of his guy friends cheated on their girlfriends whatever when they were pregnant and he's like every guy cheats on their girlfriend when they're pregnant he's like because even if they want to have sex it's just like not the same and he's like it's just like weird you know he's like you just like want to have sex with like someone that's not pregnant and he's like I love her and like whatever and just the way he described it to me I was like oh my god like yeah Yeah. I'll never forget that conversation Cause I'm just like, I'm like, I know it happens all the time. And like, like, look at speaking of the Kardashians, like look at Chloe, look how like public hers was, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I know it happens all the time to like the everyday girl. And, uh, it's, it's really fucked up. Cause that's like, you're, you're in your most like vulnerable place, you know, you're carrying this other guy's child and he just, it, I don't know. The whole thing is just disturbing. It's awful. It's heartbreaking, but. You know, I don't think anyone is above cheating. I think that if you're in the right state of vulnerability or maybe you're feeling rejected by your partner, someone else is showing interest, you are the two of you are alone, then the atmosphere is right. Like I just think it's so easy to cross the line 
I think that you have to be very intent on where your line is and your boundaries and not everyone is. So, you know, I think anybody could cheat, but you shouldn't. Like, it's an awful thing to do to someone. I've definitely, you know, and in my divorce, I discovered a lot of things. I used to believe in soulmates. I don't believe in soulmates anymore. I feel, do you believe in soulmates? Um, like, what does that even mean? You know what I mean? Like, everyone has their own. I definitely believe in, like, astrology. And I definitely believe that, like, um, some people are just naturally more compatible to the other person. But at the end of the right. day, I do believe that every relationship is work. And um, mm-hmm. if both people feel the same way and they're willing to put in the work and and they're both on the same page, then, mm-hmm. you know, but... Do you believe that there's only like there's one soulmate out there for you, like in the whole universe, that one person was born for you and meant for you? Do you believe in that? No. Me neither. I just feel like how could that possibly be true? There's billions of people on the earth. How is there one person who's meant for me and I just so happen to swipe right on them and they live eight miles down the road? Like it just I think love is a choice. It's a choice that you make every day. You choose to love someone. And I feel like I could choose to love anyone, honestly. Yeah, I totally get what you're saying. There's definitely chemistry. That's something. But love is a choice. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like a relationship when two people are, you know, they're going through whatever and one person wants to work it out and the other person doesn't, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Totally well, it's like that. when people say you can't you can't help who you love. Yes, you can. You can. I've been in situations where I love someone and they did something to me that I literally like in that moment was like, I don't love you anymore. I don't want to be with you. I don't care about you. I don't love you anymore. It's just like in the movie Closer. You've seen Closer, right? You have to watch that. So good with Natalie Portman. There's a point in that where she literally says to him, I don't love you anymore. And he said, since when? And she said, since right now. Like, you've done so much to me. I've done so Like, I, since right this second, I do not love you anymore. Oh, God, it's so good. You got to watch that. We need to make a list of all the stuff. I was just going to say, write me a list, girl. (laughs) It's very, very good. And Natalie Portman plays a stripper in it. So good. So good. And so Natalie Portman, Julia Roberts, Jude Law, and um Clive Owen it's so good I think that's mainly who it is it's very very good yeah we're gonna make we'll make a list we can put on Instagram of like recommendations so good sounds good all right girl we'll tell everybody where they can find you listen to my podcast did I make that up I'm just finishing season three of Jersey Shore and then um and then I'm going to get started on Floribama Shore. So, hey. and you're going to come on for a Floribama Shore episode, right? Absolutely. Perfect. Of course. Are you going to start at the beginning or start with the recent, uh, the. I just, I, I just covered the most recent on my Patreon, but, um, okay. but I'm going to start from season one on the main. Theme. Oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah, I haven't watched the originals since they first came out, so that would be really fun. And then I'm starting uh, Snooki and Wow season one on my Patreon as well, so you can come on Dang for girl. that too if you want. You got so. a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I never watched that show in general, so that would be interesting too. It's uh, it's it's intense because it's just about their relationships with Gianni and Roger, and right, and um, 
And, you know, a lot of people have this, like, perception of Gianni because apparently he was on the the uh, Ashley Madison thing. Oh, And so okay. a lot of people, and then, know that. and then, you know, the way that he was portrayed on Jersey Shore to be, because he left her in Italy and, like, all this stuff. But then yeah. on the show, but then on um, Snooki and Wow, he's he seems like such a good guy and like uh their relationship is like really cute but then you see roger and like roger is the biggest piece of shit ever so oh wow and then knowing what we know now about his divorce with jaywow and everything i'm just like excited to it's pretty dirty deep dive into that yeah yeah that'll be interesting to go back and see like the beginning of that part um tell them what your instagram and your patreon links are my Instagram is D-I-M-T-U underscore podcast. And my Patreon is just patreon.com slash D-I-M-T-U. I also do uh, Teen Mom recaps over there. So Yeah, girl, you're yeah. busy. I know. I can't keep up. I've actually decided to put my Patreon on a hold for a while because I'm just having a hard time pumping out like two episodes a week. I have so much other stuff going on. So if you guys were thinking about joining Patreon for my show, hold off on that. I'll let you know when I get started up again, but I will continue to do weekly free episodes. Yay. Thank you for coming on, Justine. Anytime, anytime. All right. Thanks. Bye guys.